lands far, far away to once upon a times, from princes and princesses to dragons and witches. The classic fairy tales we were told as kids aren't merely just fiction anymore. The world of fairy tales is ever evolving and we are just uncovering the truth now. Ever wonder what happened to your favorite characters in the tales not quite told? Well, in this podcast, we focus on finding out what happened to them and figuring out the truth once and for all. Let's get this started with an introduction. Hello, my name is Ellie Grace. I'm a young author in New York City, and up until a few weeks ago, I thought my life was pretty normal. But after some weird things started happening, I will now be uncovering the truth to find out what truly is going down. Like I said, I live in New York, and although I've seen my fair share of odd things, I couldn't help but think that over the past few weeks, these things are extremely odd even on New York standards. So let me paint you a picture of my first encounter and conspiracy. For work, I enjoy going to different cafes and places throughout all the boroughs. The constant motion of busy people helps me come up with ideas for new stories. So there I am, a late Tuesday afternoon in December, in Brooklyn, at one of my favorite cafes, tucked in a nice, quiet part of town. The cafe itself never has more than five people in it at once, and I like to tuck myself in a corner and hide when I'm really trying to accomplish something with my writing. Anyways, there I am, sitting in this nice, warm, dark store, sipping away at my latte and tapping out my computer, when all of a sudden, someone walks in. And like I said, I don't usually notice when or who walks in, but for some reason, something about this woman perked my interest. I don't know if it was the way she walked in or the dark crimson red hood pulled overhead of this young looking girl, but she then waltzed in, did a quick survey of the people in the cafe, and judging by the way we didn't make eye contact, I don't think she saw me. I then immediately curled up tighter in my corner, trying not to be noticed and started paying closer attention to this girl. She walked up to the counter, and fortunately I had time to pull out my phone so I could record their conversation, and this is how it went. Hey there, what can I get for you today? Hi, um, I need to ask you something. Okay, well if you're interested in our secret menu options, I can help you out. No, I'm not. Oh, are you here about the leaky roof? Because you can go straight to the back if you need. No, no, not that. I'm here about Pact. Oh, um, we don't have a cat. Oh my gosh, no. I'm here for the... Well, I was told there was a package waiting for me here. I'm sorry, but I haven't heard a thing about a package. This is just a coffee shop. You must have the wrong place. You've got to be kidding me. At this point, the girl pulled down her hood and revealed herself. I was astonished that this girl had silky brown hair and striking dark eyes. It was almost as if she walked straight out of a book. I recognized her, but couldn't place it. I continued to listen. I was told there was a delivery. Maybe something about packed. Well, I'm sorry, ma'am, but we don't give packages out. Wait. Oh my god. You're one of them, aren't you? The package. Let me grab that for you. She then went under the counter and pulled out a brown, tightly wrapped bag. On the front of it was a mysterious symbol and four letters spelling out P-A-C-T. Oh my god, it's here, finally. He actually went through with it. Thank you so much. Uh, Taylor. Taylor Baker. 
Thanks a lot, Taylor Baker. You don't know what you've done, but it helps more than you think. Wait, wait, before you go, which one are you? What's your name? The cashier then yelled out to the girl as she turned around and started walking out of the store. Scarlet Ridding, but don't worry, we won't be bothering you anymore. The girl then turned around and headed out the door. As she turned, we made eye contact, and she finally saw me. Her expression changed from excitement to worry as she realized I had heard the whole conversation. Her face then went blank. She pulled up her hood and left. I turned to go talk to the cashier to see if she was okay, but the door to the back room swung closed and it looked like she had left. I, not wanting to disturb her, left for home, replaying the weird events in my head. All night, I couldn't stop thinking about Scarlet and the weird package with the mysterious symbol. I wanted to find out more. Who is Scarlet? What is in that brown bag? And what the hell is packed? I was so intrigued that I actually went back to the cafe and waited all day to see if the mysterious girl would come back. And if not Scarlet, I would talk to the cashier. I walked up to the front and asked for Taylor Baker, but I quickly found out that she had been fired earlier that night. That was the start to the weirdness. Was she fired because of Scarlet, or was it a coincidence? I was so curious about this mystery that I pretended to be looking for Taylor and asked for her number from the unknowing new cashier. She easily gave it up, and I packed up my things and went home. That night, I made the decision, and I was going to call her. I actually recorded the phone call, and here is how it went. Hi there, my name is Ellie. I, uh... I'm sorry, but who are you? I'm a, I'm a private investigator, actually, and uh, we're here asking questions about certain events going on in the city. We thought you might be able to answer some. Oh, well, if you're like a police officer, then of course. What do you need? Well, to start off, you are an employee with Curiosity Coffee Brooklyn, aren't you? Yes, well, I guess ex-employee. I was fired last night. And how come? Bosses don't just fire workers with no reason. Honestly, I did nothing. There I am, working the Tuesday night shift, and this girl comes in and asks for a package that was apparently there for her. Not knowing anything about it, I gave her the package she wasn't supposed to have. But how would you know what to give someone? Exactly! How am I supposed to know that she wasn't a part of my boss's weird pact? Hold on, hold on. We actually have some questions regarding that organization called PACT. What can you tell us about it? Oh, well, I'm not really supposed to tell anyone about it. Wait, wait, why? Who told you not to tell anyone? Well, technically my boss, or now my old boss. Okay, well, I guess I don't work for him anymore so I can tell you. He's really weird about this club he's... Do you think the club is PACT, or do you think it's something completely different? I think it's the same thing. I'm pretty sure that Pact is the name of the club. I actually wasn't supposed to find out about it, but one day I was cleaning up the old cupboards and I stumbled on an old piece of paper. I barely caught a glimpse of it before my boss came in and took it away from me in panic. Did you see any writing on it? Yes, I saw a handful of names signed at the bottom and Pact was written at the top. Do you have any idea what Pact stands for? Well, I think it stands for something... But it sounds super crazy. Oh, don't worry, Taylor. Go ahead and tell me everything. Things are weird in New York City. Okay, well, I think it stands for Protection Access for Characters Today. Characters? Like from a movie or a book? 
Or wait, maybe like that girl yesterday in the shop. She looked a little odd. Maybe she's... Never mind, never mind. Do you remember any of the names that you saw in this packed contract? Yeah, but they all sound weird, and they actually all sound like fairy tale characters. Fairy tale characters? Well, go ahead, Taylor. Tell me. Okay, I saw Jack Green, Ella Suit, Bella and Brody Bet, Ron Stilts, and Lupus Gray. But there were more. I just didn't have enough time to see them all. Wow. Fairy tale characters? That's crazy! It sounds like a book I've been working on, actually. Wait, oops, I mean, uh... Wait a sec. You're not a private investigator or a police officer, are you? You're that weird writer that always comes to our shop. No, no I'm not. Uh, no I'm not. I recognize your voice. You shouldn't be snooping around in other people's business, especially Scarlet and my boss, Lupus. I was just curious. I'm sorry, Taylor. I can't believe I told someone about this. We're done here. After Taylor hung up on me, I couldn't stop thinking about all the new information that I'd found. I was especially intrigued about the fairy tales. Their names were the ones that bugged me the longest. That night, I sat down and tried deciphering all the names that I could. Upon a better look at them, I found that Jack Green was what I assumed to be Jack and the Beanstalk. Ella Suit was quite tricky until I put two and two together and figured out she was Cinderella. After all my research, I figured out that Belle and her beast, Rumpelstiltskin, and the Big Bad Wolf were all a part of this contract. What other names were on there that Taylor didn't see? Was Scarlet a part of it, or was she trying to destroy it? Upon further investigation, I have come to the conclusion that... What was that? Never mind. I've come to the conclusion that I will be continuing and investigating this so-called packed case files until I've found the truth and only the truth. Now what the heck was that? What is that Oh my god. You're in my house. Who are you? Wait a second. Scarlet? You have just finished listening to the first audio journal of Ellie Grace in the Packed Case Files. This podcast was written and produced by Jane Armitage, with special guests Britt Huntsberger and Brooke Cameron.